Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Still, and I am so excited that you're joining us today. I pray that what we chat about will help you to stand firm in your beliefs, own your crown, and love like Jesus. Wow, I cannot believe we are already on episode two, and I am so thankful that you're listening to us today. If you haven't listened to episode one, I would strongly encourage you to go back and listen because that's where we talk about how Pineapple Principle was created and what Pineapple Principle means. Today, we are going to talk about the Sherry part, the me part of Pineapple Principle and how it intertwines and what I wrote in the devotional book and what my story has to do with each one of those things. So just sit back, grab you a cup of coffee or a snack and just listen for a few minutes. As you know, the first section that I talked about is stand tall, or as I say, standing firm in your beliefs. And I honestly feel like because my grandparents took me to church when I was three weeks old, I loved everything about church. I loved Sunday school. I loved Bible school. I loved Bible drills. If you don't know what Bible drills are, that is where everyone sits there with their Bible and an adult will say John three sixteen, and the first person to find their Bible, to find that verse in their Bible and stand up and read it wins a point. And I loved it. I think that's why I'm a carrot chaser today and why I love competitions is because of Bible drills. I would practice at home. I was kind of geeky about it. I even, like, as a young girl, enjoyed reading my Bible at home. I loved everything about church. I loved the community. I loved serving in church when I was old enough to help do Bible school and Sunday school or help in the nursery and hold babies. I did. I loved everything about it. And I'm going to be honest, I am not a Bible scholar. I did not go to seminary school. I say I am no Beth Moore. And if you don't know who Beth Moore is, she is this amazing um, Bible teacher, scholar who has amazing books out um, to help you learn more about God. She's wrote some awesome, powerful stuff. But I'm like, I'm no Beth Moore. But because I was rooted in the word as a kid and I knew how to put on my full armor, I knew how to be powerful and I knew how to withstand the things that I faced as a child and as a teenager. And so that's where the stand tall comes from in my part of the story, my perspective um, of it is because I was rooted in the word as a young child. And I'm going to be honest, I wasn't perfect. I still made mistakes as a teenager. I did some dumb things and made some poor decisions. But I always came back thankful for that grace and that mercy that God gives us and asked for forgiveness because I knew that what the word said and how to stand in it and how to be powerful So that is where the stand tall Sherry part comes from. It's because I learned as a young child how important the word was in reading your Bible. Now, the wear a crown part, or as I say, owning your crown, is because I'm a daddy's girl. True and true daddy's girl, y'all. 
Um, I did everything with my dad. I was an only child for nine years. I hunted with my dad. I rode motorcycles with my dad and snowmobiles and went fishing. Fishing was not my favorite thing because you had to be quiet and I like to talk. But I did a lot of stuff with my dad. I always loved hanging out with my dad. Like I, even as a young girl, would go hunting with my dad. I was probably, I don't know, around five years old. And I'll never forget one time he wanted to go hunting. And I think my mom was at work. And so my dad got me and we took off in the woods to go hunting. And we got lost. Y'all got lost bigger than life in the woods. And my dad had no clue where we were, but I wasn't scared. I trusted my dad. I knew he would take care of me. I knew he would protect me. I wasn't worried at all. I knew he would get us out of this. Um, The only thing I got mad about was I lost a boot. Um, I had these cute little Snoopy rain boots. Like you actually just slip them on like over your tennis shoes or your other shoes, but they had Snoopy on them and I loved them. And at one point my dad was carrying me on his back and one of them slipped off and we lost it. That was the only thing I really got upset about that night was because I lost one of my Snoopy boots because I loved those things. I used to love watching the Peanuts cartoons as a kid and I had a lot of the books and so I was pretty upset about the boot, but not about being lost in the woods because I knew my dad would take care of me. And finally, we found a house with a light on and I was like, there's a light. And my dad went and knocked on the door and asked if he could use the phone. And I don't even remember who came and picked us up and who rescued us, but we made it out of those woods. But um, with all the good, there was a lot of um, a lot of bad, a lot of sad too in my childhood. My parents um, actually divorced each other twice. Around the time I was five or six years old, my parents divorced. And then a year or so later, they got back together and remarried. When I was nine, I got my little sister. She's still, to this day, the best gift my parents ever gave me. Um, And then when I was 12, going on 13, my parents divorced again. And that was, if you um, heard me say in the first episode, I talked about my mom leaving just for a second. And that's when my mom left. She actually asked my dad to come over one night and take care of me and my sister. And she wanted to go out with some friends. And she didn't come home and she didn't come home and I got a little worried. And then she finally called and she told my dad that she wanted him to move back in and be our main caregiver. And let's say I did a lot of yelling and a lot of screaming that night. Um, And I felt very lonely, very sad, very unwanted um, for quite a while um, because of that. And then in the story comes along a stepmom and a few stepbrothers and Um, my stepmom could be great at times. And then other times she was verbally abusing me and not saying nice things to me. And then she would be sweet again. And then she would say not so nice things to me. And so that was a little traumatic as a child. And then I became an adult and I got married and I had a family of my own and, um, I lost my dad and he was only 52 when he passed away. And it was very hard on me. Um, he was my rock. He was always there to take care of me, protect me. Even after I got married, I still depended on my dad and was still a daddy's girl. And I realized, though, because I was rooted in that word and I could stand tall and stand firm in my faith and I had that power, that I knew then that I had a heavenly father that would always be there for me and always take care of me. He wouldn't walk out on me. He wouldn't die on me. I knew he was always there. 
And because of that, then that makes me a princess. And of course, you know, I'm a Disney freak. I love everything about the Disney princesses and everything about Disney. So that's where the own your crown story comes from on my part of the story is um, just everything I went through, but how I still knew that I had a heavenly father and that I was royalty, that I was a princess and that I could be strong. Just like all those princesses that I watched in the Disney movies as a kid, they overcame the evil stepmoms and um, the old hags and everything else that went along and that they could overcome things because they were a princess and they were strong. And that's kind of where the owning your crown comes from. And then the be sweet on the inside section where I say love like Jesus, that's because three times as a kid I was bullied and I used love and kind words um, to overcome those bullies. And I know sometimes that doesn't always work. And if you're facing a bully right now, make sure you, you go to someone you trust. You go to a parent, you go to a teacher, you go to your youth pastor. If someone's bullying you, Make sure you tell an adult that you can trust and that will take care of you and help you to get out of that situation because no one deserves to be treated that way. You're not the one with the problem. They are. There's something in them that needs to be fixed and you don't deserve to be treated that way. And I know that it's really hard sometimes to love the people who don't want to love you back or... Um, People who, you know, they're just hard to love sometimes. But, and also we need to love the ones that nobody else wants to love. And that's where I get the loving like Jesus because that makes you beautiful. Like I talked about earlier in episode one. And that is where the um, be sweet on the inside part of Sherry's story is. Because I talk about my bullying and what I went through those three times and how I overcame it. And that's... um be sweet on the inside and loving like Jesus. So, you know, there was a young guy in the Bible whose name was Joseph, who was not very loved by his brothers. They actually sold him off to slavery. And um, while he was in slavery, some good things happened to him and some bad things happened to him. Um, And then one day, actually, his brothers were before him and he was over them, a ruler over them. And he said to them in Genesis 50, 20, he said, as for you, he meant to harm me, but God intended it for a good purpose. So he could preserve the lives of many people, as you can see this day. You know, sometimes we don't understand why bad things are happening to us or why somebody's treating us a certain way, but we have to have faith. We have to believe that things are going to get better and that we're going to overcome this. You know, I had to choose to have faith and I had to choose to believe that things were going to get better in every bad situation I faced as a young girl. And I had to come out of those feelings. I couldn't stay in those feelings. I needed to have my faith Um, because if I would have stayed in those feelings my whole life, I would just be one sad angry, depressed person all the time. I wouldn't want to be around me. Nobody would want to be around me if you're just sad and angry and depressed all the time. You know, our feelings are an emotional state or reaction. They're a belief that is usually vague or irrational. Feelings are a mental experience 
that are body states, which arise as the brain interprets the emotions. But when we have faith, it is a complete trust or confidence in someone or something else. And so I know that I have to have my faith over my feelings and put complete trust in God because He is always there for us. And things are not always going to be perfect in life. I can go ahead and tell you that. You will have troubles. The Bible says we'll have troubles. But we have to know that we have to have faith and to completely trust in God in that situation. Do you know, over in um, Jeremiah 31.3, the Bible says, In a far off land, the Lord will manifest himself to them. He will say to them, I have loved you with an everlasting love, and that is why I have continued to be faithful to you. So even when we're not faithful to God, he's always faithful to us. Um, There's always going to be tragedy, and there's always going to be heartbreak. And things are going to happen and we're, sometimes we're going to turn our back on God and we're not going to want to trust him. But I promise you that he is always going to be there with you. Um, In this scripture, God's talking about the Israelites because they couldn't get it together. You know, they are the ones who wandered in the desert for 40 years with Moses. God freed them from Pharaoh, so they were no longer slaves. And y'all, they had bread coming down from heaven to eat. They had all the carbs they could eat. Carbs, y'all. I love me some carbs. I love it. They had all the carbs they could eat, and they still weren't happy. They saw these amazing miracles, like they saw God part the waters, and they walked through the water to get away. Through the, They walked through the parted waters to get away from Pharaoh and his army, and they saw the bread come down from heaven. And they still didn't have the faith and they still whined and they still complained and they still wandered for 40 years. They just kept going in circles, y'all. Kept going in circles because they just went off their feelings and not their faith. And you know, some of you guys may be out there wandering. You may be whining because something that happened to you earlier in your childhood or something that's happened to you now, or maybe you're even scared to step out to what God's calling you to do because you don't feel like you're good enough or you don't feel like you're worthy. So you're just wandering. You're just wandering around. But you need to know, you need to be like that that five-year-old little girl that was out in the woods with her daddy because she had all the faith in the world in him. She knew he would take care of her protect her, and find the way home. And I want to encourage you to have that childlike faith in your daddy God and not go off your feelings, but go off your faith. I want you to stand firm in your beliefs and I want you to own your crown and I want you to love like Jesus because that makes you powerful, that makes you strong, and that makes you beautiful. And that's all you need to be powerful, to be strong, and to be beautiful. And you can face anything, anything that comes your way. Thank you for listening to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. You can catch us twice a month on the second and fourth Tuesdays. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. 
You can also find us on Instagram at Pineapple Principal, and we'd love to hear from you. Please let us know what you think of the podcast or any subjects you'd like for us to talk about in the future, and we're also on Facebook. I'd like to give a big thank you to my husband, Jimmy, for producing this podcast, and to my son, Spencer, a.k.a. Southern Voyager, for the amazing music. Until next time.